<laughs> hey everyone, welcome out to episode two, whatever of the Good, the Bad, and Geeky. I don't even know anymore. It's two thirty-four, I think. I don't know. <laughs> it was an accident. I know, but I'm trying to duplicate it. Two hundred and something of the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky. Two hundred and seventy and something. Welcome out. We have a wonderful show for you tonight. We do. We talk one that features Jimmy family. half falling asleep through half of it. Right. Modern Family, Godzilla, Big Bang Theory, Grey's Anatomy, tons of other Good stuff. Good Life, Fargo, Hannibal. Right. Um, and uh, but big thanks. Shout out to our sponsors. Let's get that. Com. Oh wait, no. Oh yeah. Sad. Damn it, I was so happy, and I'm sad. All right. So we got utmt.com. Check them out. Packrat Comics at packratcomics.com. Check them out. AudibleTrial.com forward slash GoodBaggyKey. Over 100,000 titles to choose from. We're like rambling, just going straight through this. We're all tired. So. Speak for yourself. You're pretty fucking tired. Yeah, I'm not so drunk anymore, but I'm definitely tired. Tired. But, well, here's the good, the bad, and the geeky. Wait, the we need to introduce geeky. who's on oh, the show. Oh, Jesus. We even said... God damn it. Yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> God fucking damn it. I'm Nick Nitro. That's God fucking damn it. And right to the left of him is... Jeremy. Jeremy. We have Jeremy on the show. This will, yeah. Jeremy is uh, Amanda's husband. You have heard Amanda guest star on the yeah, show before. Yeah, go back to the archives. Check, friend of the check show. That out. Yeah, friend of the show. Check those episodes out. It's, it's her husband, Jeremy. Who is awesome in his own right. And he so he was out. drinking and playing games with us. So we're like, stay and do the podcast. Yeah. And I did. And he and did. He did. Uh, or he will, because we haven't done it yet. We're about to do we're it. We're about to do yeah. it. I you feel- forget. You don't understand how this works, Jeremy. It's show business. It's show Just business. go with it. It's just go business. That's why, you know, the show is recorded. It's going to be recorded here in a bit. Not- it's live on Friday nights, right? <laughs> That's right. It's live on TalkSuperstation.com. So all those shows we were talking about that we talk about on the show are things that we intend to talk about but haven't yeah, talked about yet. Yeah, when I said pass about yet, it's really – I'm from the future. Uh-huh. And I know what we're going to talk about. But I then came back and wrote on a board and says, you're going to talk about this. But use past tense because it sounds better. Right. Yeah, yeah. This isn't an intro that we record after the show. That would be dumb. No, that would just be crazy. Insane. Insanity, Jeremy. Insanity. I'm just confused by show business. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we keep That's because you're not a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Warning. The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It will cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated and new celebrity has endorsed any aspect of the show. I really like you to know. Did you notice I kicked off my shoes and now I'm exactly like Shoeless Joe Jackson? Yeah, except Shoeless Joe Jackson played baseball. But we, I'm not wearing shoes and he didn't wear shoes. I'm pretty sure that he actually did wear shoes. They were just grabbing but shoes. Why was his name Shoeless Joe Jackson? I, it's a nickname. Is Joe Jackson liked his shoes being was off. He, is that Joe Jackson that's Michael Jackson's father? What? Shoeless Joe Jackson became Michael Jackson's father? Or or Mr. Jackson, if you're nasty. (laughs) I don't think... I think they're two different Joe Jacksons. (laughs) In my mind, they're the same Joe Jackson. Are they? Because otherwise, like, Shoeless Joe Jackson would be like um, Jackie Robinson, right? Like, one of the first black baseball players? Yeah. Sorry, African-American baseball players? (laughs) Sorry, African-American athletes? (laughs) I don't know. What's an athlete? I don't know what that is. I have no idea what that term means. Nathan would be furious with us right now. That's okay. Yeah. Nathan didn't want to come and record a podcast tonight. Well, it's also really late, man. 
it's two thirty in the morning, so it's really early, yeah, not really too, late. Yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, uh, we had a game night tonight at our place, and this is why we're all sort of like impromptu recording. We were going to record in the morning, and then I was like, Nick, it's two in the morning. Let's just go record now. And you were sort of joking to an extent, and then, and then, and then you know, someone was like, yes, we should totally do that. And you're like, okay, fine. Let's just do it now. But because we did, we have a guest on the podcast. That's right. We have a special guest. Yeah, I just happen to already be here. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll – the introductions are already made. Obviously. Uh, obviously. So – but uh, we had game night, and we played Ticket to Ride up until, like, what? I got two. a ticket to ride. Please don't ever do that. I, no, I love you, Joe dearly. Jackson. <laughs> hey, Jeremy's <laughs> Shoeless Joe Jackson. <coughs> we also played uh, Quicksand. Slip. Quicksand was awesome. Quicksand was, was great, fun. Great. Play. I would play Quicksand again. Well, because I, I made the comment to you, which is true, and all the time I've known you, and li- even, like, you know, when I lived with you, mm-hmm. we never – if we played a board game, I – or we played Cards Against Humanity. That's the only thing we've ever played. I don't. I've never played really? a normal. What did we used to play all the time before Cards Against Humanity? There was another game we used to play all the time. I don't remember. See, I don't remember what game. I mean, I remember you would maybe occasionally play GameCube, but like that board game wise, uh, I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, we used even. to play some other board game, but we would um, do a Karaoke Revolution on the GameCube or the Xbox. Yeah, karaoke Revolution because you could do. Uh, it's the end. Of hey, the world. jealousy. Hey, Jill. No, it's the end of the world. I didn't know the lyrics. I would just go la 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 la, and it counted like the as points. long as you're in the right key, right? And yeah. so the point, I would score points. But the funny thing is, is that but. Jimmy can never sing in key, really, except for "Hey Jealousy." Hey Jealousy is like my go-to song when I suck at karaoke. Right, and the other best part is that because the one song, it's it's speak song. So when you do "It's the End of the World," it doesn't really matter what song. You can go la 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 It would still take it. But I love games. We just don't play that often. Morgan doesn't like to play with me because she always loses. <laughs> Why is that funny? She doesn't like to play with me. And she because she always loses. loses. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, Jimmy, you got to let the woman win. I, you don't let her win. Well, you make let her feel like she wins. Yeah. It's she all wins. about. She married me. Feelings. Isn't that a big enough win? It's always about feelings. That's what it's about. Feelings. Nothing but feelings. When you sing off key, it gets me off key. And I think, I, fuck, man. I didn't know what the key for that song was, so I just got kind of stabbed in the dark. Feelings. Nothing but feelings. Should we start the show? So is, well, we've been started for a I while. I know we've been started, but we haven't started. We're just bullshitting. Well, yeah. Sometimes that's okay to bullshit. It is. Because then we get wonderful things about Shoeless Joe Jackson or Mr. Jackson if you're nasty. Mr. Jackson if you're nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So so not this week or episode, but at a later time, we're going to talk about Selfie and Gallivant. Or Gall- Gallivant. Gallivant. And how to get away with murder and other fall series, that some of which I've seen. Yes, which I have not, and I, I am excited to see and partake and view them. Selfie is just My Fair Lady remade. With uh, Karen Gillian from Doctor Who and John Cho from <laughs> everything. God. You know, he's one of those dudes that's like, if he's in your show, mm-hmm. it's probably going to get canceled. Well, yeah. I hate to say that. No, Sleepy Hollow got picked up, and he was in a lot of season one of but Sleepy Hollow. he's not Hollow. a cast member. Yeah, he, was a, he was reoccurring, but he was in a lot of it. I'm talking about he, as, him as a cast member. If he's yeah. a cast member, his show does not go on. Great show. Uh, flash forward, started off good. Got canceled. Well, uh, Selfie's, uh, Selfie is not a good show, but he and Karen Gillian have a charm, and anytime Karen gets vulnerable, then it like starts to get good. Ooh. But there's definitely it's definitely very strongly a My Fair Lady remake. Yeah. Now, Gallivant is a musical romp set in fictional medieval times with Lassiter from Psych as the king, and it cracked my ass up. It's and, terribly cheesy. And it features all new original music. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all original music. Um, I mean, it's goofy as hell. It's not like but Glee where it. it's like, oh, my God, it's a new song by It's Elton John Week on Glee. Glee has some original music. Whatever. They've done some. That's, I don't think it counts as original. It doesn't No, count. some of it has been original. Not very much, considering how many songs they do. But a handful, of, a smattering of pieces have been original music. Mr. Shoe doesn't like me because I'm chasing my dreams. <laughs> No, they like did their own. They wrote their own music for Nationals one year, which was weird because then they never did it again. 
And Matthew Morrison, like again, reasons sang, why I hate the show. Matthew Morrison sang a single or two off of his album. In the spring, Amber Riley sang several songs off her album. So that's mm. just like a commercial for their albums, then in the show. Yeah, basically. See, this oh, was- I'm not saying Glee's good. <laughs> why I do not like, do not like Glee. Mm. Well, I don't like it. Well, and then the other uh, fall pilot I already watched was How to Get Away with Murder, starring Viola Davis, which is a Shonda Rhimes show. It feels like scandal in a classroom. But it's it, going it, to piss off everybody in Columbus, Ohio, because they start with burning a Buckeye in effigy at a Michigan rally. You know, who the fuck cares? I yeah, actually I, I was someone, offended on my city's behalf. Really? And I don't care about sports. Were you really? I, a little bit. I was like, why couldn't it be a Buckeye rally where they were burning a Wolverine? Why is it? Why does it have to be a, a Michigan rally? Well, I think because a, a lot of people hate the Ohio State. Well, and the, yeah. I think the show's set in Michigan, but that's not the point. Oh well, then fuck. That totally makes sense. Yeah, if it's set in Michigan, they're playing up to the hatred there. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, it wasn't 100 percent clear, but I'm pretty sure it's set at like the university. Okay, in Michigan. One night I was up really fucking late, kind of like we are now, and I was sur- channel mm-hmm. surfing on HBO, and there was a documentary about Woody Hayes, the director of, uh, or the, the former coach of OSU, mm-hmm. and the coach of the Wolverines, where they, where the rivalry like kicked into gear. Like Woody always hated the Wolverines, but then his mm-hmm. assistant coach left mm-hmm. OSU to be the head coach of the Wolverines, and he played it up as like, you know what? He fucking betrayed us. It's betrayal. He's using all my patterns. Betrayal on ABC Sundays at 10. No, right. So, so, but at the end of the documentary, they then reveal the whole thing had been a scam the entire (gasps) time. No, right, right. I I just find it to be really cool. So it's like these two guys, they would secretly like, like call each other up. It's like, hey man, you did a good game last night. It's like, yeah, dude, you did too. You know, uh, it was all set up. No, it really was because they wanted to get the, the fans and their team motivated for something because if you have something to fight against or fight for and look what they fight. caused though now there's burning couches and flipped cars every other michigan game that is that's because right. they don't have their phil colson yet if they had their phil colson <laughs> the dining united them they would be fine and you know what they you know they uh what was it uh we don't really work too well together but we'll sure as hell avenge it yep that's right the avengers and that's right or or uh or you were an Avengers. Mm, oh, that, that was, was such a good finale. That was a fucking great finale. By the way, I like how Marvel's like, yeah, Samuel Jackson will probably show up for a second. And you're like, fucking he cameos. A good role. And then he just shows up for like the last half of the episode. I'm going like, fucking hey. Have you watched uh, all of Agents of Shield, Shield Jeremy? No. Oh, then Did I just fucking spoiled it? it. No, yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm a handful of episodes behind. Have you got up to the part that matches up with Captain America Winter Soldier? No, I'm that's like where I okay. am. Okay. Okay. Yeah, oh, you still geez. got quite yeah. a bit to go yeah. then. Yeah. That's where it really kicked into high gear for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's really good though. Uh but Samuel Jackson shows up. I was catching up on my SVU. I don't watch that. I know. Because it's a procedural. procedural. Yeah. Is that the one where Marissa Hardigay solves a crime in the special victims unit? It's like, always a I, rape. And, and always, all, it's always, always a rape. Always, Even when it's not a rape, it's a rape. It's somebody got raped. Ninety-year-old grandmother died. Natural causes? Nope, it was, it was a, a rape. rape. Uh, no, it's not rape. It's surprise sex. Rape is just surprise sex, um, which is a good group to start if you want to get kicked off of Facebook. Uh, Alex, like my brother did. Alec Baldwin. I did see the Alec Baldwin one. That was actually really fucking good. Again, Alec Baldwin is really fucking good. He just shows up at fucking anything, and he's just like, I'm Alec Baldwin. I'm he's a little really crazy, though. Oh, he's a dick, but he's a great actor. He got arrested in New York for riding a bike to Runway Street. I know. <laughs> I know. But did you did you read his article in, uh, was it The Vulture or Vulture or whatever, where he says, like, I am done with public life, and then he yeah. gets arrested. And in now, New York, now. where he said he was going to leave. Yeah, for now. Until mm. next week. No. Yeah. No. Well, it, that's up there, because then he quoted, apparently, I didn't, I didn't know that he got Shia LaBeouf fired, LaBeouf, whatever. La boof. La La boof means the boof in English. The did boof. you know that? I no. did not. His name is Shia the boof. I did not know Shia the boof, but he got him fired from a play in New York because apparently, because Alec was like, Was it waiting for Godot? Was Shia LaBeouf Godot? And they were like, no. Alec Baldwin's like, it doesn't make sense if he shows up. He needs to be fired. Okay, haha. No, I see what you did there. <laughs> No, it, it is a play, though, that's been around for a while, and apparently, because he, he's like, look, I'm not going to lie, 
I'm getting up in years. My memory is not as good as it is. It takes me longer to memorize lines now. Was that Shia LaBeouf or Alec Baldwin? Alec Baldwin. It, oh, okay. it takes me longer to memorize lines now than it did when I was like, you know, in my, in in the 80s, early 90s, like when I was doing Beetlejuice and like, you know, Last Kiss or whatever. So, and apparently Shia was just getting pissed off and being a dick about it. Like he's and he just said, oh, Shia does." And he's like, and he apparently he walked up to him in front of everybody, he was like, "You're fucking ruining the play." Ooh, yo, right? And Baldwin's like, "Look, I." I really don't have to take this. Either you get rid of him or I walk because I just I can spend my time better and I really want to do this play. You asked me, you courted me to do it just for this, and he got added after the fact. So mm-hmm. could you please? And then uh, so they they fired him and Ben Foster from X Men Three played yeah. Angel mm-hmm. stepped into the role and he's like Ben Foster, wonderful guy, wonderful. Man. So would you have uh, sided with Shia LaBeouf or Alec Baldwin, Jeremy? Alec Baldwin. The poof goes okay. poof. That face disappears. Poof goes poof. <laughs> nice. Well, <laughs> did he use that? Yeah. Free of charge? Yeah. You grant it to him? Oh, yeah. Okay. You well, thank go. you. I that appreciate that. That's it. I appreciate that. I, well, you know, Outcast uh, gave me the Jackson if you're not. Or no, no, not, no. That was, uh, that was Janet. Yeah. yeah Janet. <laughs> yes, gave me that, that was one. Janet. Janet gave me that one. Janet, so, my mother, <laughs> or Janet Jackson? Your mother and Janet Jackson. Or Janet Daly, or the, uh, nasty. Or or the other, <laughs> or the other Janet Daly who writes romance novels. And she is nasty. Yeah. No, there, if you go to the li- yeah, there really is a Janet Daly spelled the same as my mom that writes romance novels. You go to the library, there's a whole shelf of them. That must be. Did you ever pick one up way. and just go, "Oh my god, my mom wrote a book," and you just started reading it, and you're going, <laughs> and it's like, and Enrico. No, I picked it up. Grabbed her magnificent breast, milky and shining in the sun. No, I picked it up and looked at the back and saw the picture wasn't anything like my mother, and was like, "Okay." Well, see, I would have, I would have read the book first, and then like, because I'm like, you would have read the end of the book. No, you would have read the Wikipedia summary of the book first. Is there any other form of reading? Yeah, you can actually read the book. I'm reading the Jim Henson biography. I oh, picked it up yeah. last night because I had to go to work early at 3.40 a.m. in the morning. So it's like mm-hmm. midnight. I'm like, I can't sleep. I don't want to take medicine, you know, pills to make me go to sleep. So I pulled oh, up. <laughs> so I was like, midnight. I'll read because every time someone reads before they get, when they're in bed or near, near bed or it's late, they, they just mm-hmm. get tired. Uh-huh. And it started to work. And I was like, man, I forgot how good this Jim Henson biography was. <laughs> Shit. Mm. But, um. So, you wanted to talk about some monster movie? Yeah. Cloverfield Part 3? Cloverfield Cloverfield part- 2014? 20, no. It's Godzilla. Oh! Yeah. I forgot uh, the name of it. <coughs> really? Are you, are, you're just that tired. That's what I'm it is. I'm pretty tired. You're pretty tired. I, we all saw it at the same showing we together, did, but I yeah. saw this. That was my second time seeing it, and that was your guys' first time seeing it. It was. I'll I'll just start off saying... It was my very first Godzilla movie total. Period. Ever. And your wife, still, it's just surprised me. This this little tiny thing, she just goes, I like Godzilla. So tiny people can't like Godzilla? No, but when you see Morgan, she's like cute as a button. and. Not your See, normal Godzilla watcher. No, right. Like Four foot the ten, three of us would be like, you pounds know, soaking wet. Right. Like the three of us would be like, okay, they'd probably watch a Godzilla. Oh, movie. those I've are seen. fat, nerdy guys. They watch Godzilla. <laughs> they know it, yeah. <laughs> right. So, but but Morgan, not at all. So that cracked me up. Um, My sitcom wife. Yeah, your sitcom wife. Because only in sitcoms do fat guys get skinny girls. That's true. You weren't really that fat at the time. No, I have, I have gained like 50 pounds since we got married. You got the wedding 50. Well, because she keeps all these sweets in the house, and I never kept sweets in the house. If they're there, I eat them. No, I, I, will admit it, I will admit it is difficult to, I mean, I have to, like, I really am having difficulty adjusting to the thing. That's why I'm not kidding. When you guys leave tonight, you guys got to take some fucking chips with you. <laughs> I am not kidding. Because if we have one bag of chips, that's okay. If I have two... Bad shit. Right I have like there. fourteen bags of chip at home. I don't eat chips at home. Well, we gotta fucking donate that shit. I'm just yeah, gonna, I'm just gonna walk by some dude walking chips. down the street. I'm Here's like, some chips. Here's some chips, motherfucker, and just throw them. Out. Or you could like, like Mardi Gras with chips. Just make it rain chips when there you drive. You go. There we go. Or you could take them and feed them to the geese at the pond. It's a holiday weekend. It is. The barbecue. You just find random people and be like, "Oh, I brought chips, guys." Just walk like, into who the is party? that guy? <laughs> I'm like, who cares? He brought chips. Exactly. You're always welcome when you got chips. But uh, 
I dug it. I, I mean, I, I dug it to an extent. And the second time I saw it with you guys, mm-hmm. it really, the flaws were really showing. But there was still a lot there. So I, still, I can still sit there and go, you know what? It, besides Captain America, it's the best film I've seen so far this summer. Now, I've not seen X-Men yet. I'm going to see that tomorrow. Summer. It's like May 23rd. Yeah, I know. Well, the summer blockbuster season. I know. That starts It really does bag. technically – like a lot of people consider it to start back in uh, – uh, Okay. Yeah, you're touching the cord, Jimmy. Oh, am I? Yes. Sorry. No, it was not intentional. Because I can't, I can't hear. There we go. Um, <coughs> like Can't a lot. Of, no, yeah, that fixed it. A lot of people consider it to officially sort of start like when Captain America, like yeah. like last year, like early May. Yeah. Um. And this, yeah. So Captain America was still the best film of the summer, but like Godzilla is higher up there, which is sad because you think Spider Man Two would be. Yeah. Yeah. But we, mm. we. I mean, we're not done yet. We got Transformers Four. Yep. We got <laughs> X Men, which is it just came out. This Days weekend. of Future Past. Days of Future Past, which looks been good. Woo. And we've got uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And Ninja Turtles. And yeah. uh, we got other... Oh, How to Train Your Dragon 2. Yeah. So, I mean, the summer is not even close to being done. We're just getting started. But, like, at the end of the day, like, the spectacle for me was really cool. But what did, what did, what did you guys think? Well, not having seen it twice yet. Right. But definitely just first impressions, I did have problems with it. Being right. a Gojira fan, yeah, and just like comparing it to all of the other Godzilla movies that have been, that's definitely like not what I expected, but not bad. It definitely was no, you know, Zilla. Godzilla but, in name only. Godzilla, yeah, yeah, like the ninety-eight. Okay, it was the, no Matthew Broderick <coughs> yeah, version. Yeah, yeah, Roland Emmerich, Matthew Broderick. Was it someone actually posted that on in a theater chain somewhere? It's like now with 100% less Matthew Broderick and Roland Emmerich. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. But, um, well, I would say the weak point for me was, the, well, well, I mean, what were your thoughts? I found it very enjoyable. I really liked it. I'm glad I saw it on the big screen. But there were a lot of, like, weaknesses in the stories that they could have cleaned yeah. up. Yeah. So, okay, by the way, just assume right now at this point there's going to be spoilers. Spoiler alert! Spoiler, spoiler. So, um, the human story. Okay, like, look. I like to be you, spoiled. You, you don't really know this about Godzilla movies, but I don't. No, but when you watch a Godzilla movie, you don't really watch to watch the human crap. No. What you want? To, you just really watch it to watch Godzilla kick the shit out of everybody oh, else and smash see. a city. Smash a city. <laughs> I always want to see the human thing. That's my thing. Um. Well, because well, sometimes actually Godzilla in the in the Japanese versions actually becomes a character. Yeah, or, and, uh-huh. and sometimes it's hokey, where like they translate shit that the monster's saying, but he actually becomes more of a character. Like, look, mm. I've been here since the dawn of time. You fuckers just sort of evolved and took over my land. I woke up one day and you're just here. So he's like the Native Americans. A little, yeah. He's totally like a. He's Native like the of, spirit of the earth. Yeah, he, mm. yeah, but angry and vengeful and radioactive. Does yeah. he have? Does he yeah. ever sing Colors of the Wind? No, no, but he, uh, his best friend Mothra has two little twins that sing Mothra, 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 Mothra. It really is. <laughs> Actually, that's really funny. Mothra, 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 Mothra. But uh, right. So, but like literally nine times out of ten, if you watch Godzilla and you like Godzilla, it's usually nine out of ten doctors said this is the Godzilla to see. Right. So, right. Like I know going in, the human stuff isn't going to be as good, but I figure like you know, like say what you will about a Roland Emmerich film, but like even if you don't like the movie, you can sit there and go, you know what, that John Cusack in twenty twelve, I I can stand to stomach to watch him. Yeah. I give like maybe one tenth of a shit about what he's fucking doing when the world's fucking falling down in a plane. And then I'm, I'm watching Godzilla, like, the first time, I'm just so excited that they're bringing honor back to the... It's like, what if they fucked up Star Trek so bad, Jimmy? And then this one, they treat, like, everything in Star Trek, like, you don't see barely... You don't see the starship barely at all, and they reveal it slowly throughout the movie. And in the last 20 minutes, it's nothing but the Enterprise and Kirk being badass. That's what happens in Godzilla. Godzilla yeah. is teased, he's teased, he's teased, and then the last 20 minutes, it's pure Godzilla, and it's cool. And so when you walk out of the theater at the first time, I was like... That was fucking sweet. Godzilla was back. This is always the Godzilla movie we should have got in 98. This is awesome. And he did some cool shit. And, you know, and then I watched the second. But the human story sort of sucked. But it was okay. It was still a great movie. Watched it with you guys a second time. I was like, 
oh, Jesus, this human story is really fucking bad. Like, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I don't know, like, if Gareth Edwards was, like, took lessons from George Lucas from directing. is like, okay, you're just going to, you know, act here. Well, I, do I act concerned? Yeah, sure, whatever. Godzilla will be doing stuff here, and I'll be concerned with that. Like, that's what it felt like yeah. to me. But I, I really, I, I, that was my problem with it. I feel like they also wasted some characters. Like, 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 like Brian, <coughs> Brian Cranston? Yeah, Brian Cranston. He died so early. Yeah. But see, you, you made a comment, though, that I really I like did. a lot, which is, and I agree with, mm-hmm. which is when you watch the trailers, and even, like, because he's such a big-name star. Now, yeah. even before he was casting Godzilla, he was being some good cred from Argo and other things. Mm-hmm. I think they're not even out yet. Oh, uh, Drive. He was in Drive. Yeah. He got some good buzz from that. So it's like, you're not going to fucking kill off Brian Cranston in the movie. And they fucking kill him off. And, like, Jimmy, you made the comments, like, it's actually a, a very brave move. Well, yeah, because every move. other movie yeah. like this has a character like Brian Cranston who inexplicably survives everything to stay on. But no, that so was kind of nice. They kill him and. Um, they make the character Aaron Taylor Johnson that survives so everything. So he survives everything. Yeah. I mean, jumping off of that bridge, he would have been dead. Yeah. Oh, Water. Torch in that thing. Well, it, yep. the, the explosion. The, the problem is, Brian Cranston actually has a fucking emotional core to his character. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, Taylor Johnson's Ford character does too. The thing is, that like, he doesn't show any fucking emotion about anything. No. So, like, <laughs> so, like, his dad dies. He doesn't really, isn't sad about that. He isn't sad about losing his mom still. Like, that would still be some fucked up things to deal with. Because um, he realizes his dad is right. Not only did he, his dad die to prove the point, there's that. And then, like, he leads all those men to their doom. Yeah. Right? And there's no point. He just sits there and goes, I'm sad about that. He probably lost his wife. And he goes, where's my – did you hear about my mom, my, my, girl, my wife? No, but uh, your son checked in, okay? Oh, well, okay. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, we're going to do a halo jump. It's going to be really fucking cool visually, but you want to do it. I mean, you'll probably never come back. Your son will, because you can't find your wife. This is a suicide. This is a suicide mission. Mm -hmm. Your son will probably have no mother because she's probably already dead. Do you want to do it? Yeah, sure. Okay. But at least he saved that kid on the train. Which they didn't show how he really saved him, though. You saved him before he fell, but who fucking saved him? Yeah. Yeah. So they cut away from that. So there's a lot of little, little flaws like that, but like... Someone, uh, someone, one review said that there's that one shot where, like, both men, like, I'm sorry, both characters, not men, because Godzilla isn't, well, he's, he might be a dude, we don't know. He could be a female Godzilla. Yeah. Um, she, or transgendered. Or asexual. As a, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's that really cool shot where both characters are getting the shit kicked out of them. They're supposed to be, it's supposed to be, like, figurative, like, hey, they're both on the hero's journey. Godzilla's fine the Mutos. Aaron Taylor Johnson is, like, trying to destroy the egg's nest. And they just look at each other like they're just fucking beaten. And, like, there's more emotion in Godzilla's face as a character than in Air Taylor Johnson just looking at the Well, monster. I mean, Andy Serkis plays a perfect Godzilla. Did he play Godzilla? Probably not. I don't know. It's CGI motion capture, so I just assumed it was Andy Serkis. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if he did. <laughs> yeah. Because some of that was just, like, you know. I was, was definitely a, making that up. As far as Godzilla goes. Oh, he's... In the, I, that's my favorite iteration of Godzilla, I think, so far. Yeah, but the, uh, the, but would you would you say that? I mean, when you're watching it, though, yeah, you know there's problems, but like the movie, it's it's still it's still doing okay. It's just that the human stuff sucks, just really bad. Like, yeah, I just you know, it, there's weak spots in the writing and the character development. I think like but. Ken Watanabe, who is a fantastic actor, he's just going around saying cryptic shit. Yeah, and he seems in awe all the time. Like, I literally, there should be a still of him just going, "Godzilla." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he says it like the, the guys in, yeah. in the Japanese movie too. It's not like Godzilla. It's just like, like, like really, mm-hmm. like you're, that's how you're gonna fucking say shit now. Like that's how. You, also, here's another problem: if he's hunting, hunting means as an animal you're going to feed, but then. Sarazawa switches that shit and says, no, he's, he's here to bring balance to nature. Well, okay. So th- then he, and he says it like four times back and forth for both. So if he's hunting and he kills the Muto at the end with an awesome fucking awesome finish him move, be a mortal combat. Yeah. Breathing fire down his throat and ripping his head off. So wouldn't he like, maybe when he's leaving like a day later or whatever, just drag the Muto body out to see with him. So he can have like a, you know, a tasty meal or if he's bringing balance to nature, 
didn't we fuck up some shit by creating the radioactive bomb in the first place? Wouldn't he bring balance to nature by fucking wiping us off the planet? Those are really good points. Right, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, have your cake or eat it too. You can't, like, like look, am I happy Godzilla was a good guy? Well, fuck yeah. And nice little king of the monster not at the end? I'll fucking take that. But, uh, is he, is he, yeah. is he hungry? Or is he going to eventually turn on us? Like, they got to address that. And uh, I actually made him my pet. He lives in my backyard. <laughs> you made Godzilla your pet? Yeah. How did you do that? I said, hey, Godzilla, you want to be my pet? And he kind of shrugged his shoulders and nodded, and then he followed me home. Did he fight any monsters on the way home? There's no monsters in Columbus, Ohio. But Godzilla's a monster, and thus he yeah. is in Columbus, Ohio. So thus, does he okay, fight himself? There's no other monsters in Columbus, Ohio. Not yet. Not yet. No, not yet. Right. But remember, other things are attracted to the other things, so it's pretty soon you're going to have some shit down in your backyard. Yeah. Actually, your cat's a monster, so maybe he'll find that. Snuggle Bunny Fucktard is not a monster. He's a fucktard. There's a difference. <laughs> what? <laughs> you okay? I. <laughs> okay, so we should talk about this too. On an unrelated mm-hmm. note of Godzilla, we went and saw Bare Naked Ladies the other night. We did. And it was fucking cold as shit, and it was raining. And Timmy- Nick tried to leave before the concert. Okay, yes, but. I have a horrible immune system. Mm-hmm. A fucking horrible immune system. No, like, it's bad. Like, remember, I got sick. I was off for two days of work because of that shit. It was, mm. it was bad because I was coughing, like, nonstop. But. I didn't I, get sick. I was fine. I fucking wish I had your immune system. I really do. Because, matter of fact, yeah, we saw Godzilla the next day. I was like, how you doing, man? He's like, oh, I feel great. I'm like, really? Because I yeah. feel like shit. Yeah, no, matter I fact, fine. I feel bad because your wife, Amanda... Was sitting there saying like, the show. Kept, yeah, friend of the show. She kept going like, "What? What are you saying?" Because I couldn't barely talk. I was like, <coughs> <coughs> "So, I'm recovering from that." It's a great concert, though. It was a, it was a little concert. too short for my taste, but it was the what we got was great. I feel, I feel that- like there was a higher ratio too this time of like improvised and covers and made up shit of just like playing around. No, I'm okay with that because I think oh, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, strive that, that wasn't better. a complaint. It was not a complaint. They strive better with that. But um But okay, well let me ask you this, Jimmy. Uh-huh. If they do a sequel to the movie, would you see it in theaters or would you for the spectacle of it, or would you still say, Hey no, I'm not gonna go? Uh, I'd go with you. Okay. No, I'm, I don't know I'm, if I like if you weren't around to be like, let's go, I don't know if I'd make a point of no, fair enough. doing it. Um, but yeah, that's a movie that I feel like is way more effective in theaters than it would be on I, home. I, I do agree with that. I mean, as a Godzilla fan, I, I'm going to buy it, but I am afraid to watch the, I did hear that they cut over 45 minutes of the movie out, which Ooh. makes me go like, was it the stuff where it made me care, give a shit about, you know, Ford? Speaking no. of, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was wondering if there's going to be a director's cut or something of it too. That'll be a different cut of the movie. I, I hope so. But Gareth Edwards said this is actually news. I think it was released two days ago mm-hmm. that he is tapped. Gareth Edwards, who directed Godzilla, is tapped to, to direct, I think, one of the Star Wars spinoff movies, mm-hmm. which, which yeah. is cool. But that also puts in the, the timeline the of... The first Star Wars spinoff movie. Right. So then, But that also puts in the question when Godzilla 2 is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then during that, he goes, when I do get to Godzilla 2, I'm going to do the same exact thing with the monsters that I did in this movie. And that's why I'm like... Yeah. Or, or don't do it with Godzilla. We already know what that he's majestic now. We don't need this whole drawn out bullshit. Mm-hmm. He's the other monster, but don't tease him. That's not that's not cool. But um... speaking <coughs> of cut footage, talk, um, it was announced this week that Quentin Tarantino is shopping a Django Unchained miniseries to cable networks. I saw that because there was a whole bunch of footage caught from the film, and he's like, mm-hmm. "I can put it back in and make it a miniseries instead of a movie." Wow. Yeah. I wonder who's going to pick that up, though. Like, would it be HBO? It would have, have to, to be, be like HBO or Showtime, yeah. Because there's so much bad stuff. Yeah. It's a fantastic movie, though. It is. Mm-hmm. I, I find it ironic in that movie that when you show the trailers, or even when you hear reviews, they only mention Leonardo DiCaprio as being the big bad of that movie. Mm-hmm. But really, he's actually more manipulated by Samuel L. Jackson. So you have a black dude telling his white master who he's really actually, you know, puppet mastering. To say, shoot all these slaves like shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's fucked up. That's, but that's genius, though. 
Mm. Have you seen Django Unchained? No, I have not. Oh, oh dude, I just, I'm sorry. I, I think it's no, I think it's gonna air here on. I think it's in the HBO lineup or the Showtime lineup. I have it set to record. I yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Yeah, I would like to see it. Yeah. Tarantino's good, but actually Samuel Jackson's fantastic in it too. Because again, you think he's a cameo in it, and he ends up being yeah. in a while. Uh, mm. Way way back is pretty good. That's also on my record list. Oh my god, that. Fantastic. I saw you tweeting about it, yeah. Yes. I was so surprised. It was so good. You haven't seen that one yet. Oh man, like I that was when I missed in theaters last summer and when I it's on, on demand on HBO Go and also so is We Are the Millers. See, that yeah. was funny. Really see, I wanna see that. Like it looks the trailer looks like it could be really bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But but where where it's all the funny stuff in the trailer. But like even people tonight was just like, oh, that's a good movie. You should watch that. Yeah, there's so, definitely more funny stuff than just what's in the trailer. Well, that's God. good. The movie is a solid whatever ninety minutes of just laughs and crazy bad gags. And Jennifer. Yeah. Mm. And for an old lady, she's pretty hot. You don't like? Movie. You don't like Jennifer Hanson? Yeah. Eh. Yeah. 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 Who was your favorite friend then, girl wise? Courtney Cox. Yes. Like I like Courtney Cox. I didn't like her character though. That made me not like Monica. Like I love Chandler. Of course you. And thus, by default, I love Chandler and Monica. But if you had it like separately, not a fan of of the Monica. Mm. I'm more of a what's her face? Oh, Phoebe. Yeah, I'm a Phoebe fan. Oh, Phoebe was my yeah. No, I was. Not what are in the you Phoebe? doing? Oh man! What, what are they what feeding, are they feeding you? you? Smelly cat, smelly cat. It's not, not your fault. That uh, was off. No, that's okay. I mean, I fucked up the lyrics originally. I was like, "What are they feeding you?" I was like, "What? Why do you smell bad?" Or whatever. Yep. But um, oh, they also Ant Man mm-hmm. announced. Was it literally yesterday that the dude who's directing Ant Man is off? Edgar Wright from uh, Shaun of the Dead. He's no longer directing it. Oh. Yeah, apparently the dude uh, got um, Marvel brought in two guys to come in to, because they're like, we need more franchise characters in, in the movie. And Edgar Wright was like, look, we've been working on this from 2006. Let us take a pass at it. They took a pass at it, brought it back. Marvel's Big Four was still like, no. We don't like it. We're going with these other two dudes. So they, they, so Edgar Wright was like, you know, you know what? I'll play ball. Let's see what they got. They come back, and the whole script is just completely changed, and it's what Marvel likes. And they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, we're not going to do this. So they're off the project. And now the actors are just like, we signed on for Edgar Wright Marvel film. Yeah, and they already had what's his face signed as uh, Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd for Ant Man. Right. The only thing is, is that they can't walk, but Edgar Wright can. Uh, so they are sort of pigeonholed to this project. Michael Douglas. Oh. Uh, Ev- Evangeline Lilly from Lost. That'd be really cool. Yeah. But um, That's a bummer. I was looking forward to that. Now I don't know how I feel. No, right? Right? Like, oh, Twitter doesn't know how they feel. Like, literally, uh, Edgar Wright and Ant-Man and Marvel have been turning for the last, like, 48 hours, like, nonstop. Like, just nonstop. Just, like, it's up there. Holy shit. Really, Marvel? What can you do? And apparently, supposedly, the rumor is Kevin Feige went to bat for him, and even apparently the people who are above him are like, we don't like it. Gotta have more franchise characters in the movie. And they're like, Edgar Wright, apparently, James Gunn, who's a weird fucking dude, he does like weird horror movies. He's doing Guardians, and even I think he put it on Facebook. He's like, look, sometimes. Friends start dating each other, and it's really weird because you like both friends, but then you start to see that maybe they're not going to work out best for each other. But you keep smiling and you keep happy about it because you think it's you're, maybe something will work out, and then it doesn't, and it just goes horribly wrong. And all you can do is sit there and go, you know what? Maybe they're better apart. Well, sometimes that happens, like today with Edgar and Marvel. Grand Marvel's not another person, but you get the general idea. And I'm just like. Okay, and Joss Whedon pick, uh, tweeted a picture of the Cornetto, holding up a Cornetto on yeah. the Avenger set as like a loving nod to, to Edgar because the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. Did you see At World's End? Yeah. That was a good movie. I love that movie. Have you seen that yet? I don't think so. Have you, have you seen Hot Fuzz? Yes. 
Oh, I love Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Now, which one did you like more, Sean or Hot Fuzz? Sean. No, really? I like Hot Fuzz. Yeah, I like Hot Fuzz more. Mm. Yeah. I don't know why, but I mean, I don't like zombie stuff as much, but I love Shaun of the Dead, but then I saw Hot Fuzz, and I don't know, it just... There's something about Hot Fuzz, just the whole the whole thing. Yeah, it's just, it plays more as a straight, like, movie kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know, it just, it's, be- I, I don't know. At World's End, I like that movie, but if, I I, I think it's the lower tier of, of the of the Cornetto trilogy, so it's like, you know. Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, At World's End. Yeah, I, mean, I was I was also bummed with the ending at World's yeah, End. Yeah, I know. It was, was like all the cool characters died, or they didn't die. They we don't really know what the yeah. fuck they are. Mm-hmm. And I was like, come on, like Martin Freeman, mm-hmm. who's in Fargo. Yeah, which is we haven't seen yet. We'll talk about next episode. Oh, I've seen it. Well, yeah, you, you have. <laughs> And uh, what you reminded me of when you talk about characters and not showing an ending was uh, Hannibal this week, the season finale. Yeah, like they left most of the main cast mortally wounded and didn't show if they survived or not. Wow, maybe that was their way to go. Like, well, we don't get picked up; they're all going to probably. Well, die. that's what it, I mean. Like, we already knew that Jack was stabbed in the neck because they fucking did that stupid thing in the season premiere, um, where they showed the end of the season early. And so the finale, you're waiting for that to happen, and you get two-thirds of the way in, and it happens. But then not only is Jack, like, in the closet pantry trying to, like, hold his wound shut, then Alana gets shoved through the second-floor window, and she's, like, broken and dying on the ground. And then Will comes in, and Hannibal stabs him in the gut, and Will falls down and is, like, dying. And then Hannibal, uh, Abigail Hobbs is still alive. Hannibal slashes her throat, and she's laying on the ground, and she's probably dead. And then Hannibal just, like, walks out of the house. Even though they called the cops, like, ten minutes ago, the cops aren't there. Hannibal just walks away. And then they go to a blue sky and let the credits roll over it. And then there's a brief scene after the credits of Hannibal in the plane with the psychi- Gillian Anderson, the psychiatrist, like, flying away. And that's it. And you don't know if Will, Alana, and Jack survived or not. Well, they have to. I think so too, but they killed off the Beverly <coughs> earlier this season. But who, who's Lawrence Fishburne's character? Jack. So he got what happened to him? He got stabbed in the neck with the glass. We saw that in the season premiere. Oh, okay. Well, oh, we did not. You, you didn't see the season premiere? I, dude, I haven't seen. I saw the pilot, and it was okay. But then I got, I got. Oh my god, you haven't seen any Hannibal? No. Oh my, it's so good. So good. For some reason, I thought you were a Hannibal watcher. No, I I like Brian Fuller. I I mm-hmm. I keep up on the show a little bit to know like Gillian Anderson. I think sort of a serial killer too. Yeah. Well, we haven't. Or, we don't know if she kills she, anybody, but she's, she's keeping Hannibal secrets anyway. Right. Um, that show I can say is hands down the best broadcast network television show on right now. Eddie Izzard. Who is his character? He's been in like three episodes. He's a serial killer. Did he already die or something? Or? Um, you can tell me. I don't, I don't fine with it. think he died. Last I remember, Hannibal cut off his leg and was feeding it to him. Oof. Oh, my, oh. The whole first season, they don't reveal who Hannibal is. I mean, if you're familiar with the books and the source material, you already know. You is. know who Hannibal is. But Hannibal kind of takes a back seat in the first season, and he's there, but he's not like obvious. We never see him do anything, but he does cook a lot, and you're like, oh god, is he feeding all these people, other people? But season two is very much season one ends with Hannibal framing Will Graham for all the murders that happened in season one. So Will Graham's locked up in jail, like the same position Hannibal's in in the movies and Hannibal's out and Will has figured out that Hannibal's the bad guy and keeps trying to tell everybody and nobody will listen. And so season two is very much about the arc of them figuring out who Hannibal is and what he's up to Cynthia Nixon plays a major reoccurring role in season two. So he cuts off his leg and feeds it to him. Yeah. Like, how far up the leg? I want to know how this leg thing works. Like, is it, like, to the knee? I think it was around the knee. It's hard to remember. That was a minor does he, detail. Does, does he force him to eat it, or does he eat it and he doesn't know he's eating it? Oh, no, no, he knows. He's okay with it? Not really, but he doesn't really have a choice. Hannibal's I mean, a dangerous mofo. Isn't like what no which movie was it where he's like feeding like Rob Lowe his, his own brain? brain. Yeah. yeah, that was Hannibal. I hate those movies. Could not. Oh, stand Sons them. of the Lambs is actually really good. I, I saw yeah. Sons of the Lambs and Hannibal. Pull the lotion in the basket. Pull the lotion in the basket. 
Now, Mads Mickelson is way better than Anthony Hopkins in the role, I believe. <coughs> well, but you also get sort of two different ideologies approaching the character. Mm-hmm. Like, you're actually getting to see the character slowly be birthed more than he was than with Hopkins. Hopkins is, he's done all the shit that you're already seeing. Well, it's already, in the yeah. show, he's already done it, just nobody knows he's done it. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. You're getting to see that... Well, by the time you get to Silence of the Lambs or whatever, mm-hmm. all the stuff that he's done here, Red Dragon and all that stuff, yeah. he's done that and probably 50 times more. Right now, you, he's only maybe done like 10 times the well, stuff. Yeah, Red Dragon, Silence, and Hannibal, should the show continue, are going to be seasons four, five, and six. Mm. No, right. So, but right now, we're saying. still in the original material at the beginning. No, right. But that's what I'm saying, though. It's like... You're getting the character. So, like, we all know that the character right now is probably at a, a like, he's at like a five. And then in Silence of the Lambs, Red Dragon, and all that, or Red Dragon, Silence of the Lambs, and all that, shrinks it up to an 11. But we're still at the six area. We all know what it's going to be, but right now we're at six. And so there's, there's room for growth here. And that's part of the fun and the journey of watching Hannibal mm-hmm. become the character he sort of already is, but. Where he's going well, to honestly, had the show ended after two seasons, which it very well could have, it would have been an, a really interesting ending that Hannibal won and defeated all of those who would stand in his way. But I'm glad that he's coming back and they'll have a chance to stop him. Aren't they like produced with like another... They're produced with like several other countries, so it's really cheap for NBC, but even so, NBC was still on the bubble about renewing them. So, yeah, it's only because it's so cheap that it's still running. It was a rough year for shows. I, I don't know. I wasn't happy with some of it. Some of it, I well, I mean, we talked about this before, like Enlisted, Trophy Wife. Yeah, or Bummers. I was a. I really liked Trophy Wife too. Trophy Wife, yeah, was really good. Never pulled the ratings though. I know. Well, what's funny is Goldberg and Trophy Wife were like mm. neck and neck the worst show on ABC. Besides, was it that One Girl's Night Out show? Super Fun Night. Super Fun Night. Oh, that show was pretty night. bad. <laughs> It started out bad. It got pretty tolerable. And, uh, I just didn't stick with it then. I, I stuck with it. Right. I'm not going to say it got great, but it got pretty tolerable. But I just remember that trophy wife. The Goldbergs recovered mm-hmm. somehow. I don't get how the Goldbergs recovered because I, I, I watch the show occasionally. But like I think trophy wife was way better than the Goldbergs. Absolutely. Yeah, I, don't even, I didn't even give the Goldbergs time. because I don't want to see another show like that 70s show. Or something mm-hmm. like a flat. I don't want to see a flashback <laughs> show. Well, it's not purely flashback, though. Well, well, well there were several show? shows on the air based on real life, you know, showing what happened with the writer growing up. This year alone, there were several shows that followed that pattern. Yeah, I, I, Surviving I, Jack was the same way. Yeah, and I, I didn't. I didn't even watch that. So the pilot was eh, but I didn't, it was going to be quickly canceled, so I didn't bother. I really enjoyed Surviving Jack a lot, like the. Like the tri- the pilot was funny enough to keep watching, mm-hmm. but the next few episodes when they aired were, I mean, they, I I was cracking up laughing. They were really okay. funny. Chris Maloney was the shit. Um, Rachel Harris. But um, the what was the one? Oh, the the one thing I will say I like about the Goldbergs that if I do watch it, I enjoy more than anything. Is they always show a clip. Of of the actual video footage of the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like when the show, the, when the finale aired, they actually had a clip on there. It's like, um, and you could tell like Adam Goldberg didn't know if he was, cause all his shows get canceled. Mm-hmm. He didn't know if the show's going to get picked up or not probably when they were doing it. So it was just like, uh, uh, for the, uh, for the show before it ends dedicated to this, this show before it ends forever is dedicated to these people. And, or to the people who are my family. And it shows like clips of the real Barry, like him doing his way bad Chinese moves or karate chops. And it shows the real Barry Goldberg doing karate chops going, God damn it, get that camera away from me. <laughs> so, like it's literally like almost scene from scene. And the best part though was was his dad. It shows him literally coming home and he's videotaping his dad just coming home the door, closing the door, to pants off. <laughs> and then the next clip of him is gone. You're a moron. You're a freaking moron. You're a moron. Get the frick away from me, you're a freaking moron. And it's literally the same thing that they have Garland saying to him. Yeah. It's, oh, it, it cracks me up. The only thing that I, I, I've noticed is that they never show the sister. The videos. Well, because they didn't have a sister. It was a brother. It was another I thought they brother, had, I thought he had a brother and a sister. One of the characters, I'm pretty sure it was the sister, was not actually... In the family. Right. 
I, I thought he had another brother. I know the mom though. Like they actually showed footage of her like attacking the mall cop or whatever. That was an episode where the daughter gets a job at the mall, and of course Beverly's like, "I'm going to get this." Mm-hmm. I remember she's, that. So she's thrifty because they're Jewish. So she goes in there, and of course she's like, "Mom, you can't abuse it anymore." She's like, "I'm not abusing it, sweetie." And so she tricks the mom, so she gets caught by the mall police, and then she shows her like she gets bailed out by by the dad, and he's like, "What the hell happened in there?" It's like. It was horrible. They mistreated me, blah, blah, blah. And you see like the video footage at the end of the episode of the actor. She shows her attack whenever, and they show the real footage of her like attacking a real mall cop, the real mom. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's funny though. But didn't Patton also <laughs> narrate that? Yes, he, yes. Yes, yeah. he does. And his he shows up on Agents of Field, by the way, in a fucking awesome. That's what I've heard. Yeah, uh, I love Pat Oswald. He's the shit. Mm-hmm. He should just fucking do everything. He should. Every- I like him in Justified, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. He gets killed great. off in Justified. No. I'm not up to date on Justified, so I'm I like, am, and he is not killed off. Okay, good. Yay! Well, they just made him badass in like the last beginning of this season. Right? Well, last season they made him badass. badass. Yeah. Was he? Did he come back in this season though? I think so. Like maybe twice. He was like in the end of the last season, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because I watched the. That's why I haven't seen anything this season yet. Okay. I, I watched the end of the Margot Martindale season. And that was season fantastic. two or three. Yeah, and now it's like, like four or five, aren't they? Yeah. Six. Six. Next season out. will be the last season. That's right. Margot Martindale not only has the Millers, um, <laughs> but they made room for they. I guess worked out schedule wise, and she did several episodes of The Americans this year as well. The Americans, man. Is that good? I mean, the first season. Before it was okay. The first season's good. The second season's better because <coughs> the first season's all about like, <coughs> setting up the scenario and you know just kind of introducing you to the various characters and such. And the second season continues those arcs, but there's also another arc where they have this other Russian family they're friends with, mm-hmm. and like really early in the season, they all get brutally slaughtered except the son. And that starts to make them doubt, like, are they putting their kids in danger? What kind of life is this? And then you get to the end of the season and you find out that the son was actually recruited to be a KGB agent against his parents' wishes. And he killed his family for the KGB. And the last thing we get is Margot Martindale telling them, I'm really sorry that this happened. This should not have happened. By the way, they're going to recruit your daughter. And that was kind of how the season ended. Yeah, and then then the, they go home, and the father is furious, and he's like, "Real gonna threaten the, the command to keep the daughter out of it." And Carrie Russell's like, "Well, she needs a purpose. Maybe this is a good idea." And that, yeah, it's going to be a rough season three. Wow, that's so. Yeah, season two kicks it up a notch and really sets up something cool. That's only the second season. Before. Yep. Yeah. It's been on for mm-hmm. three years. No. But no, it's, you're right. It's only two. Only two. It ended this week, uh, or last week. Grey's Anatomy did their 10th season finale last week. Did Good wife. Goodbye Sandra O. Oh. Yeah, that was a nice ending for Sandra O. Oh. And they gave the two um, res- uh, residents that are leaving a nice send-off, too, instead of just like, writing them out. Who else is leaving? Um, two of the new main characters from this season. They added in the season before, but they became main characters this season. Uh, guy, Charles Gaius, or Gaius Charles, that was in Friday Night Lights. Okay. Um, he ended up taking a job with Sandra O oh in Switzerland. And then the other one uh, got fired. Who was the one dude who was in Journeyman? That was his boyfriend, but he had PSTD or whatever. Oh, Kevin McKidd. Yeah, Kevin oh, McKidd. Oh, yeah, he's the chief of surgery now. Has been for a couple seasons. But is he okay now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, he had issues. Yeah, and it was well, really like PSTD, cool. Whatever it gives you, yeah, PTSD. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was really oh, neat. Uh, in that final arc, him and Sandra O oh really came back together as a couple, and they were sleeping together even up until the last episode she was in. But Good he <laughs> really wants kids, and she refuses to have kids, and that's why they can't be together. But I still think season finale or series finale might have them together. That would be weird to me, Kevin McKay without Sandra O, oh, because even when they weren't dating each other, I thought mm-hmm. that was the whole... No, he's had other plots. 
I mean, he's chief of surgery. He has been for a couple seasons. Weber's still around, but Weber hasn't been chief of surgery for a while. And Gray's still doing Gray stuff. Well, Gray and her husband had a terrible fight in the finale because her husband was moving him to D.C. And Sandra O oh convinced Meredith before she left that, hey, you need to assert yourself and don't just take a backseat to his career. And then the big bombshell of the finale was that Meredith has a half-sister she didn't know about that's Weber's daughter. Because Weber had an affair with Meredith's mother that's been well-established. Apparently, Meredith's mother got pregnant, had the child in secret, and gave her up for adoption. Yeah, it was a great finale. Grey's Anatomy, 10 years on the air, and it's it's still just as good as it's ever been. You watched His Good Wife aired its finale? Ah, yeah. Good Wife was good, too. So what happened with Good Wife, man? Um, Michael J. Fox and uh, David Lee trying to shove Diane out of the firm. They got the votes to do it. They don't have the votes to do it, but Michael J. Fox basically comes up with a plan that if she doesn't let them take over her firm, they're going to burn the firm to the ground and ruin it. And there's really nothing she can do. And so hat in hand... Christine Bransky goes to Florek Agos and asks to join their firm. Like, gives up her firm and goes and asks, tries to join theirs. And then they ask Alicia to run for state's attorney. So we'll see where that goes. But yeah, it was a great finale. I mean, Good Wife, this, has been, this is season five of Good Wife, but it has been the show's best season so far, too. They should just ask fucking Michael J. Fox. Just like, look. I think they're in negotiations. What happened to his show? Oh god, oh, it was it, awful. It was awful. That's that, that was the first thing that happened to it. Yeah. But no, he's a, he's been reoccurring on Good Wife for a long time, <laughs> and he was really heavily in the end of this season. And they are in negotiations with him for next season to see how much the they. Problem get him. is, is that when he does something like The Good Wife, where it really plays up to his dramatic chops, yeah, yeah but also plays into because okay, look, I'm I'm glad that you're, you're he's wanting, a dick in The Good Wife. I, I'm glad you're wanting to act again. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I I love Michael J. Fox dearly, mm-hmm. but like every role he does now always has to include his Parkinson's, and I I get that it's a smart mm-hmm. move to an extent, but like they don't make as big of a deal of it. To oh no, in The Good Wife. The Good Wife they make a big deal, but it's his character exploits it in The Good Wife. He always starts yeah. out like, "Oh, look at me, I'm disabled." But see, I feel that. Let me explain this for you. But I see he. That's to me is against type for my. Oh no, he's a slimy, sleazy asshole in The Good Wife. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I love that. Oh no, it's now. fantastic. And, he should then, stick around. Like, like, look, you're leaving that show where you actually have a good character to do. Oh, I'm super nice guy, Michael J. Fox. And yeah, it just doesn't. Play I mean, the well. problem with the Michael J. Fox show wasn't that it was inherently bad. It was it was inherently inherently boring and the same as every other sitcom. Right, and I, well, I actually I think it was a little eighties, like very much so, very much so. It was like it was like oh, I'm gonna pour some orange juice, and it's like oh, he gets all Parkinson's. Yeah, and makes no, a big mess. it was terrible. Like why? Why? I'd much rather see him on The Good Wife doing what yeah. he does. Yeah, or oh Being all no, evil. my one kid is trying to mimic my Parkinson's uh, like things, and he does it, and he like fills our our, our living room with soap suds, and it's like, oh, I don't really give a shit. Like the mm. more interesting character in the show was his boss who slept around with everybody, mm. was, uh, Wendell Pierce. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a more interesting character than the shit you're playing. Like. You're Michael J. Fox. I should never have to feel that way about you, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. You're fucking Marty McFly. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, speaking kind of staying with this theme? Did you watch the Modern Family season finale? No, I saw um, the ad where, where the, the ads for it were like, uh, "What's his name was losing shit." See, here's the thing with the Modern Family season finale, and I thought they did a really good job of certain things and not other things where. It was Mitch and Cam's wedding. It was a two-parter over the last two weeks. Right. And everything goes wrong. There's a wildfire, and they have to abandon their venue, and then they go to another venue that was abandoned by a runaway bride, but then she comes back and wants her venue back, and they're moving around. And they're, the whole thing is, in the finale, Phil is going to give officiate the ceremony, and he keeps trying to work a magic trick into this, like, oh, love is like magic, and he's going to work a magic trick in. And Claire sits him down and is like, Phil. What you have is effective on its own. You don't need the trick. Just let the emotion speak for itself. It's going to be great. And I feel like somebody needed to look at the, grab the writers, shake them and say, read this line and apply it to the episode because the emotion in the episode is fantastic, but they surround it with all this stunt shit 
or ratings ploys or whatever. That's not needed. You don't need fucking wildfires and runaway brides. The heart of that story is Jay is still having that last hurdle of accepting that his son's getting married. And even though he's trying, Mitchell doesn't think he's trying hard enough. And there's a kid that, you know, schism there and they have to heal and come together. And that's a really beautiful story, but it gets overshadowed by the stupid wildfire and shit. So I was like, and the fact that they had that fill bit in the episode just made me like, dudes, it's right there. Just listen to the your own words that you've written and apply them to the show. Sometimes we can't do that. You they're too to, close. You know, too close. They're too, too close. Too close. They're too to close it. to the wildfire. Right. That is the. the I just episode. that was my opinion of it. I mean, I liked it. I still thought it was funny and everything. I gave but... up a Modern Family like a, a few years ago. It's not that it's bad. It was just like <laughs> I just don't watch it consistently. I feel like either... I've seen one episode. I've seen them all. Actually, that's what it was starting to feel like. It's gotten more and more gimmicky, more into the stunt stuff for ratings. And it's, I mean, it's got such a bloated cast. It's not going to survive much longer because the cast salaries are going to get too high. Yeah. I honestly, if the show was just about Phil and Claire, I, I think I would just watch it all the time because. I don't care. Oh, how Jay's stupid, my favorite character. No matter how stupid you write, Phil, mm-hmm. he is always he is he is like Niles for me on Frasier. Niles, even at his worst, written mm-hmm. is the best character on that whole show. Or like he's just gold. It's like mm-hmm. it's like the Todd. He's like the B Squad. He I, shows yeah. up with the instant laugh, like in, in the heart. And Phil mm-hmm. always has that. I do like Jay, but you also have fucking Ed O'Neill doing you know being Ed fucking O'Neill because he's shit. Yeah, but. Yeah classy dude like he doesn't do the shit where he's just like a hey man uh it's uh it's emmy time mm-hmm. i'm just gonna let you fuckers all put it in i'm gonna go as the guest but you can go as the primary like fucking does that ed o'neill does that that's classy okay you don't agree no, no, no yeah i yeah i feel like you know i feel like that's not an agreement you're just like yeah no, I, he's great in the show. Uh, they're all great. I, I love that show. I just feel like it's starting to <laughs> grow stale, and the way they're combating the staleness is not effective. How long have they been on for the air now? Just five years. It's not that long. Yeah. Oh, only five years. Yeah. As long as don't pull Roseanne, where she wins the lottery, and then the oh my god, the dream or something. The Roseanne stuff is fucking weird, but on the other hand, I respect the artistry of it. She really got to end it on her own terms, even so, if it's not the terms that it should have been. Technically, depending on how many episodes per season, if we do 22 episodes, that's almost 150 24. Okay, okay, so 24 times 5, that's 120 episodes yep. that they have of Modern Family. Yeah. Yeah, that's just going to go stale at some point. Not as, it's already in syndication. Well, I mean, yeah. you look at Big Bang Theory, which has continuously evolved to keep it from getting stale. Or you look at How I Met Your Mother, which got hella stale for a long time until they figured out something different. You know, we'll end on this part because we've almost had been an hour. I I want to. It's a sincere question. Mm -hmm. I know you and I like Big Bang. Do you like Big Bang? I like Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel it exploits us as nerds or geeks in a very negative way? Sometimes. Okay. You? No. I, I mean, I can sometimes see it. Yes and no. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's more like you can take anything in that script and replace it with something else, like sports or whatever. Like you really could make it about sports and just make change their clothes and have the same delivery of the characters, or whatever. And it would still just it would still be the same show. Just it would not be the Big Bang Theory, but it would. Yeah. the characters would be the same. It would. It would be. You know. I just think they play to the nerd aspect sometimes, oh. like a lot more than is needed. But. But yeah. Well, I mean, it's the honestly. I thought the show was was. I think originally, if they can get the niche audience, yeah. But then the niche audience is now everybody, and it's a huge show. But mm-hmm. I don't, there's this, there's a, there's a few people who just show, and they really rallying. It's like, oh, it, it hates us as nerds and geeks. And no, like, I don't think it's derogatory. I just think it uses it, overuses it sometimes. Oh well, I don't disagree with that at all. I, I that just really bugs me though because mm-hmm. I mean it. it, it agitates me so like i posted some i posted the original pilot for 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 someone and i was like look here's the original pilot this is awesome but i posted so everyone could see it and someone's like it's sexist towards men and women geeks and da 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 and it's just like it just i was like really 
I can't fucking just post this so someone can see the original pilot, which, you know, way a fucking weird pilot. Because Sheldon is, like, oversexed. Oh, no, like, yeah, Sheldon has had sex. Matter of fact, the opening of the original pilot, they're in the, the sperm bank. Sheldon talks about, you know, rubbing one out. In the original pilot, he sort of hints at it, but it's very, like, he's still seemingly asexual. And this one, he's like, oh, yes, wife well, slept with this one and this one and this one. But it is true, we haven't had a girl in our apartment in, like, five years. And, yeah, and there's, like, two other girls, and one of them is not Penny. There is no Wallowitz, there is no Raj. Mm. It's really fucking weird. But he talked about how, like, oh, yeah, like, the Wallowitz character and Raj character are horrible and blah, blah. Mm. I like Wallowitz, though. <laughs> I like Wallowitz, too. I think Wallowitz has grown as a character. Yeah. They've all grown. Mm-hmm. And what was it? The argument he also had was uh, the person had was that that the male characters are shamed by the women characters because they don't understand or they're too stupid, and blah blah blah. And his argument was like, I have a bunch of friends who are geeks or whatever, and they never do that. Mm-mm. That's not how it is. I'm like, well, yes, but it doesn't happen all the time. Like there are times where it happens the other way around. Like men shame the women for being overly geeky about yeah. shit. I'm like, but isn't that how every relationship thing is anyway? I, yeah. I don't know. I that just bothered me because mm-hmm. I didn't know if you had anything more to say on that. Thing, but... <laughs> All right, on that note, yeah. Which note's that? Exactly. Go have some coffee with cream or something because I'll tell you something. This is a happy place. What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what the fuck is that?